Welcome to the Aluminum Linings Podcast, the podcast where we talk about anything except for our day jobs. It's NaNoWriMo season, baby! Uh, NaNoWriMo 2. Let's finish this. Let's finish this. That's my NaNoWriMo theme for this year because I start last year, I've added about another 30,000 words to it, and so now I'm hoping this month I'll finish off the first draft of it. I'm doing something totally different because my last novel, as some of you may have surmised from listening to the podcast last year, is trash. (laughs) I don't think so. It sounded great to me. I think it does have some redeeming qualities to it, but I think for those of you who don't know, I was about going into the last week of NaNoWriMo. I think I was about 8,000 words behind. Luxury. And then I finished my story and then I was still... I still had like 14,000 words to go. So the last chunk of my novel is like stuff that I didn't really need to add in, but I added it to my word <laughs> count, you know? So. Yes. The, uh, the old essay writer's trick. Yes. I just added therefore to the beginning of every sentence. <laughs> and I was thinking we could maybe, which we've kind of already done, give our recap of what we did last year and maybe what we're going to try and do a little differently this year. You, you say that like it's an intentional thing, but <laughs> for me, there's a lot of things different, but it's more the circumstances I find myself in rather than intentionality. I see. So last year I was unemployed during the month of November, so that made it a little bit easier. And I was also working off of a partial outline that I had been working on for weeks, if not months, leading up to NaNoWriMo. So there's that. <laughs> one of us, 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 one of us. Welcome to the Pants Club, Dad. You uh, just Pantser Club. Whatever you're writing all the time with your old little writing pants, Dad. Yes, it will be something. Did you do any outlining for uh, like in October to prep for this or no? No, I did not. Because I wasn't even sure I was going to do it mm-hmm. because of the aforementioned fact that I'm now working. Like today, the task that's before me has kind of hit me and I'm very terrified. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I worked last year during NaNoWriMo. You did. Um, and I actually wrote most of my piece off my phone last year because that was the easiest way for me to Right. Oh my goodness. I can't even imagine. It was not an enjoyable writing experience, I'll tell you that much. Less than ideal. Less than ideal. But I don't know how much I'm going to change from last year. I can tell you right away here that I will be writing from behind like I did all last year. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm going to hit the word sprints earlier this year because I waited till like, I think it was the last two weeks I started doing the word sprints. Maybe explain those again for the benefit of our listeners and... Sure. Uh, So a word sprint is basically where you set a timer for a certain amount of time and you try and write as many words as you can in that time. So it can be five minutes, 15 minutes, half hour, 45 minutes kind of thing. But on Twitter, there are accounts that do word sprints regularly and they also assign points for those word sprints. So... You can, first of all, it appeals to my competitive streak because you can get in competition with people where you're just trying to crush 
a bunch of words. But then also it's like, I find I, because I'm under a time limit, instead of thinking about, well, how am I going to write this or what am I going to do here? I just write because I know I'm under a time crunch. Mm -hmm. And that kind of helps me just pick the bits and pieces of the, of the novel that I'm ready to write in that moment. Right. So you Um, didn't write it from beginning to end. You just kind of, whichever scene you wanted to work on at the time you wrote? Well, I did. I never had an outline from the beginning. Um, If you recall, I got the idea for my story from a dream. Yes. So I wrote, I I was writing for the most part in chronological order. And then I got to a certain part in the book and I realized I wanted to show some stuff like flush out the backstory and the mechanics of how the world worked via flashbacks. Right. And so when I decided to do that, that's when I sort of went back and started adding stuff in. And then right at the end, I was flushing things out, which was kind of frustrating because that's only like a few words at a time while you're going through your manuscript. And so obviously I couldn't do word sprints for that. But once I realized, oh, this is, you know, point B that I need to get to, I would sometimes write the point B first and then figure out the in-between after. Mm. Or if I was like doing world building stuff, I might write a few paragraphs that are all about how the world works and then put them in different places afterwards. So for the most part, I did write in chronological order, but for some of the backstory stuff, I would write that as all one piece and then split it up and put it where I wanted it. Mm. Okay, that's a pretty good idea. Thank you. So any uh, tricks for motivating yourself? So you got the word sprints that just kind of put you under a time crunch and say, go, go, go for this period of time. And so are there notifications on Twitter when they're doing that or how does... Yeah, so usually, and this is the other nice thing about the word sprints is that um, usually they'll say, okay, we're starting the next word sprint like on the hour. So it'll be a 15 minute word sprint on the hour and then on the hour they'll say and go and then you start typing. And then once you're done your 15 minutes, you put the number of words you got if they're if you're following a Twitter feed that has like a point system. Mm. So <clears throat> that's kind of nice in that, you know, sometimes if it's a five, 10 minute break, it gives you that time to kind of collect your thoughts and decide what you're going to write next. So right. that once the timer starts, you just start writing. Right. Mm-hmm. For those of us less technologically capable. Sure. You go on Twitter and then do you just hashtag word sprints? You can just type. You don't even have to use the hashtag. You can just go to the search. Okay. The search icon down at the bottom and then click search Twitter and just write word sprints. The one that I like to use is, hang on, I mentioned it last year, but I'll... So there's nano word sprints, which is NaNoWriMo specific. And then there's another one, which is called... Is that word sprint, like nano word sprints, is that three separate words or... No, that's the Twitter handle. So that'll be all one word. Oh, okay. And I can link some of these Twitter feeds in, in the episode description so that people can just click on them. Yeah, that might be helpful. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not going to keep scrolling through my phone to try and find yeah, sure yeah, so I'll put all that in the description so that so that people can kind of get started. Do you? So you're writing the same story as you wrote last year? Yes. Are you excited to have kind of the extra motivation behind it? That because you've already got such a big chunk of it done? Yes. Excited by the fact that I've got so much done? or Yeah. I think so. Like, I didn't realize how much I had actually added to it. I thought I was around 60,000 words in total. Oh, okay. But I'm actually just over 80,000. That was a nice boost to, to see that. Yeah, it was 
it's getting a little difficult to motivate myself to work on it. So that's nice to have something to motivate me to, because I really think I would like to finish this off, even if nothing else comes of it. Just have it done and under your belt. <laughs> um, sorry, I just found the, the Twitter handle that I was talking about. It's at writing sprinter, all one word. So the at symbol or? Yeah. Yeah, that's how. Okay. <laughs> Let me explain <laughs> Twitter handles to you, Dad. So that your Twitter handle is the at sign followed by something that is all one word. Ah, uh, gotcha. So for example, on Twitter, I'm at aluminum lining, all one word. Right. So are you thinking of, because last year we talked about after the fact that there were um, like achievement badges you can get if you write your book on the NaNoWriMo website. Oh, right. So are you thinking about doing that this year? I, you know what? I forgot about it actually. <laughs> La- last year we, you just told me about it late in it, right? Uh, it was after NaNoWriMo was done. I saw a tweet about this person who was like, I need uh, more achievement badges to write. Okay. Yeah. I think... Being that we're planning on doing little updates for these podcasts, I'm hoping mm-hmm. that'll be a good motivator because mm-hmm. I really don't want to come in and say, I'm behind, I'm still behind, I'm never getting this done. <laughs> you mean like I did all last year? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you pulled it off. I'm not so sure I'll be able to do that if I get too far behind. So that was my big motivator last year was I was like, I need to be writing 1,700 words a day, and I can't get behind, or I will get lost, and I will never finish it. So I was able to pretty much, I think I pretty much did 1,700 words every day. You were ahead at the end. Yeah, I think so, because my last day, I didn't have to write much, and I didn't write much. (laughs) (laughs) See what happens? (laughs) If only you had an achievement badge. Yes, yes. So were the achievement badges just on, on a website then? or were they- Yeah, the NaNoWriMo website. You can declare your project, and then as you write and hit word counts, you get achievement badges, apparently. I didn't put mine on there last year, and I'm not going to put mine on there this year, but you can get little, almost like the Fitbit achievement badges, where it's like, good job, you did this amount of word. Oh, so there is a NaNoWriMo Canada website yeah and on the NaNoWriMo website as well just for people listening if you're looking to find a NaNoWriMo group to write with you can find them there so you can type in whatever city you're in and it'll show you different groups there and what times they meet Hmm. speaking of NaNoWriMo groups it is time for the 2020 NaNoWriMo Twitter update leading up to November NaNoWriMo Twitter was like I don't know if I'm gonna do NaNoWriMo are you gonna do NaNoWriMo I don't know but I'll do it if you'll do NaNoWriMo well I don't know I'll only do it if you want to do NaNoWriMo Hmm. and now after day one it's like I've made a mistake (laughs) (laughs) I can appreciate that so much what did I commit to what am I doing Looking at my word processor with 200 words that I'd typed today and thinking, oh my goodness, this is a day that I have the whole day off. What am I going to do on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, especially Tuesday night when I have firefighter drills at the fire hall? It'll be the pressure will get you through it. Although Or give me an answer. Well, yeah. But last year you were waiting till like midnight to start writing, weren't you? Something crazy like that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't say that was an intentional thing. It was just, I would 
find little reasons. Oh, this has got to be done. Oh, I'm going to make coffee. Oh, I'm going to sweep the floor. So I would procrastinate and then suddenly I'd be behind the eight ball. And yeah, oftentimes I wouldn't finish my word count till after midnight for that day. But that was hardly an intentional thing. It was just, well, because, oh, for those listening who don't know, I am your dad. <laughs> I know you know that, but. I've called you dad a few times already on the podcast. Okay, so, so your mom was yeah. working out of the house at the time. So she would be home in the evening. So we would have supper and then we'd sit and watch TV for a bit. And so, yeah, next thing you know, it'd be nine, ten o'clock. And I maybe had a few hundred words written if I was lucky. And then mm-hmm. I'd, so she would be going to bed because she'd have to be getting up to work the next day. And then that's when I'd be doing my writing, so. If it's any consolation to you, I did talk to mom this week on the phone and she thought you were intentionally waiting till she went to bed. (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, sometimes I would sit there and while we were watching TV, like I would, I would sometimes put the headphones on and just have music so I couldn't hear the TV. So I was Mm -hmm. like physically spending time with her at least. But yeah, I, the early evening, I generally didn't get a lot done for my word count well but that's on me and that was what was kind of giving me hope being the optimist that I am was that oh well last year I didn't do most of my writing till between 10 and 1 a.m or whatever and Mm -hmm. so if I just start doing that earlier I could do it so we'll see we'll see how it goes I'm I'm excited so as of this recording it is the evening of November 1st and I have not started yet (laughs) well I tried to start but then we ended up well, it's the day after Halloween, so we decided to go into town and find see if I there's any discount chocolate. And, uh, and? not really much luck, no. Dang. We did get ice caps, though, so there was that. Well, I'm excited. Um, with our next update, I think because we're already kind of hit, hitting the 20-minute mark, and I, and I want these to be short and, and digestible so that it's, well, short and mostly easy for me to edit so that we can do multiples. You are very busy, so. I am. You know, I calculated how many hours I've worked in the last two weeks, and after tomorrow, it'll be 168 hours. Ooh, Wow. Yeah, I might have to bleep that out because that is talking about work. But I am <laughs> just to, just to give you a, a meter for for how busy I am. I am in fact quite busy. But I was busy last year. I was working. I was working really odd hours last year as well. So I just I'm gonna. Ha- I think last year I w- I wasn't as disciplined with it, and I would just write in huge chunks and kind of stay up all night. And this year I don't think I'll be able to get away with that as much. So I have to be. Mm. A little bit more disciplined, but I also have no idea what my story's about yet at 4 what? p.m. You don't even have an idea yet? Well, I have a, I have an idea. <laughs> I have an idea for an opening scene. Well, for a pantser, that's all you need, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? We might as well talk about this. I'll, I'll give you guys a little teaser and then let you know how it's going next week. So I'm writing about someone who goes into a 7-Eleven and they reach for the last bag of barbecue sunflower seeds and they accidentally bump into a 10-foot tall lizard person, but they don't want to look at them because they're just in their own head all the time. And so they end up getting an argument with a lizard person, which ultimately ends up with them going to KFC to satiate the lizard person's hunger because the lizard person doesn't understand that sunflower seeds are not human food. And then the lizard person thinks that they've intentionally poisoned them after they get sick after eating three buckets of KFC chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the dirty bird. 
So then I'm hoping the rest of the no- the novel will be a kind of will they, won't they, also will the lizard person be successful in assassinating the main character kind of story. Will they, won't they, like romantically? Sure. <laughs> okay. Well, aliens date on Star Trek. This is true. So when you say sunflower seeds aren't people food, aren't they people food? Okay, well, if you're really hungry, you're not going to sit down and be like, oh, I'm going to eat a bowl of sunflower seeds. Yeah, this is true. Right? It's more of like a sunflower seeds is like something to do with your <laughs> something to do with your mouth when you're bored and driving. Yes, exactly. That's when I eat sunflower seeds. <laughs> I'll be stay awake while I'm driving through the night. Yeah, so that's what I meant by people food. But I'm excited for the story. I've wanted to write something a little more sci-fi-y for, for a while now. And I also want to take a break from all the stuff that I'm editing, including my garbage novel from last year. So You mean garbage? <sighs> yes, garbage. My garbage novel from last year. Yes, Gorbage the Angel featured in my in my last novel. He got javelined into the sun, and I have no regrets. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, as same as last year, I am debating if I, uh, the eternal optimist coming out of me again, if I ever publish this story, I'm considering publishing it under a pseudonym, so I'm not really going to be giving much for specifics of what I'm writing about. Womp womp. Great way to end the podcast. Okay. <laughs> listeners listeners and possible readers but you won't know yeah think of that when you're sitting down reading this novel that has a clearly not a real name that could be mine how how much money would you be like okay that's allowed for me to sell you out to like media like, if your novel got really big and they're like, who is this author? How much money would I be allowed to accept for you to be like, you know what? Okay, it's worth it. Hmm, that, <laughs> I don't know. Am I getting a cut of this money? Well, you're not going to get put in a home when you're old. That should well, count for something. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll have to discuss it with my agent. I don't know. I, I want a dollar value. Give me a dollar value right now. Okay, consider this, Mac. What happens if I start getting offers or my agent starts getting offers that, oh, we want to do a, pub, a book signing where this person reveals their true identity and they start throwing money around at it? Well, that's why you pick a dollar value so that when someone offers me that dollar value, I'll be like, this is worth more than a book signing where you reveal your that's identity. More. Who knows where it's going to end up? So I have to be bid upon to make money off your fame and success. Well, no, you don't have to be bidding. I'm saying, let's say, yeah, like, okay, this is wild fantasy land. I realize that. I'm not, okay. I'm not that delusional, but it's fun to fantasize. And so... Hey, and that's further motivation, right? But my thought is, okay, let's say some big bookstore is talking to my agent and saying, oh, yeah, we want to do the reveal for this. Or some charity comes along and says, hey, we want to raise money for this charity. By Don't now. bring a charity into it just because you want to sound like it's better if you accept money. for No, no, no. We're talking about a dollar value that I would be able to sell out your identity for. Put a price on it. Okay, if there are no <laughs> offers out there, yeah, call me when it reaches six figures. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, call me with any offer, because, hey. 
Okay, so the Starbucks down the street is willing to offer you four dollars if you come in and sign one of the barista's books and reveal your true identity. Do I get a double shot on ice with cream, a venti? Now people know your coffee order. Except that's not always my coffee order. Sometimes I substitute it with caramel syrup. Sometimes I get drip coffee. Sometimes I get caramel macchiato. Okay, we've gone long, and I knew we were going to go long, because this is what happens when the two of us record a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We will see you next week. We will give you a NaNoWriMo update. And we'll say, will we, did we or didn't we sign up on the NaNoWriMo website? Until then, good luck, have fun, don't talk to strangers unless you want to make new friends. Bye! Bye!